Okay, this is Rob of Rob's Cleaning and Maintenance Service. Uh, I'm going to do another episode of Rob's point of view. Again, it's about the New York Knicks. Uh, going to start right off by being positive because too many of you not understand what I'm saying. You, you don't have the information. You think I'm being negative all the time. I'm only trying to see a positive result, okay? So, um, I mean, I know what I'm doing, and I know what I'm saying. I know what I'm talking about. I don't, I don't need the, your, your approval, right? Let's get something straight. But I'm going to go ahead and be positive and should, should give the positive highlights. I shouldn't have to do this. You should know that I saw the same game as you did, but I'll do it. Okay, I'll do it because I know it needs to be done, all right? Because the responses are very negative. I'm not getting any, like, I'm getting hardly anybody listening to this thing because people, that when they have, sometimes they're positive and they just want to ignore what I say because I haven't seen the right thing. Okay. Now, I'm going to say it. I guess maybe I'm the wrong person to be saying it. I'm wrong. That's not, that's not right. I don't agree with any of that, but you guys are constantly saying that I'm negative. So, let's, let's move forward. All right. First off, Um, what I'm going to say is for tonight's game against the Nets, the Knicks looked incredible and should have won easily. But they have a coach named uh, Tom Thib Thibodeau, and he's not alone. There are plenty of coaches like him who make you wonder, how the hell did he ever get this far in his career uh, with such stupid ideas? Um, first off, He's 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 fooling. He's trying to fool people. He, he, he let's just, let's not go to him. I'm I'm going negative already. I'm sorry, but it's pathetic. I shouldn't have to go ahead and talk about the positives, but I'm going to because it's obvious. I mean, like let's go with the positives, all right? As I've been saying all along, all right. If you play quickly, more minutes. If you pay, if you play. Um, uh, top and more minutes. If you play uh, young guys, any young guys, more minutes, um, and play Burks less and 48, 48 less. Um, I'll include Julius Randle in it less. He's been injured. Um, you're going to have better results because the younger players, um, even on the bad days, uh, they're more cohesive as a unit. Um, they work together. And that's a beautiful thing. That's what's making the difference. Um, unfortunately, Julius Randle and the, the, the other bunch don't. But that's a general statement. I'm going to go to the particulars. i got to be totally honest with you folks. This man is incredibly... Uh, this man disgusts me. To Coach Tibbs disgusts me. Disgusts me. He, again, he took victory. He he had an opportunity for victory against the Nets and decided to destroy the victory again to stick to something which is non-existent. Um, there's no justification for his uh, choices. Uh, what'd he do? First off... 
I look at this when I look at this the the scorecard, I cannot imagine any reason why in any game this season, let alone tonight, why you would play Alec Burks thirty eight minutes at all. Okay? You wouldn't play him thirty eight minutes. He's a role player. Alright? And thirty eight minutes he played tonight. And a lot of them were in the fourth quarter. Which is when they lost, they're in the fourth quarter, but particularly in the fourth quarter. And that's how they lost. Why did they lose? Lose? I'll tell you why. Because Alec Burks, old man Alec Burks, um, who, can't, who can't hang, he can't hang, was out there. And he shouldn't have been out there, okay? That should have been quickly. Quickly got 26 minutes. When you play, 20, when you play quickly 34 minutes the end of the last game, he gave you a triple-double. What'd you do? You rewarded Burks for playing a game less than quickly last game, and they had the same amount of minutes. And you rewarded Burks, and you demoted quickly. Okay, so the result was getting the fourth quarter. Well, we're gonna go with our old reliable. He's not your old reliable. He's never been your old reliable. He can't hang. It's been proven over and over again. If you give him too many minutes. He's gonna get. He's gonna lose the game for you. He's gonna get beat defensively. Um, when he's no, when he's on defense, he's gonna get beat over and over again. He's not gonna be able to keep up, and he's not gonna be as good offensively. He's gonna be tired. He is. The, he is Kimber Walker with a shot. He in the fourth quarter. All right, that's about it. He's Kimber Walker. So you go ahead and you put him. At point guard. So what do you do? What do you do? You ruin the team. You ruin the team's chances to win. You give hope to the other team. You are so stupid, Thibodeau. And you do the same thing pretty much with Evan Fodier. Um, I don't want to hear that Evan Fodier broke a record. I don't want to hear it. I don't want to hear that he broke a record with three-pointers. I don't want to hear it. He's not, He, on the other end, um, Clyde... I mean, Walt Clyde Frazier did something in the announcing booth which was really helpful. He pointed out that the guy has Swiss cheese on defense. He's non-existent on defense. I've been saying that all season. All season. I'm losing my friggin' mind. How in the hell do you make this guy out to be a starter and to be some kind of a star. First off, he isn't for his own game at his peak. He scores more than this. Second, defensively he's nothing. And it was known <clears throat> that he was about that before he got here. So Scott Perry made some huge mistakes when he got Kimball Walker and Evan Fodia over the offseason. <clears throat> and Alec Burks, again, they would try. Let, let's let's just go ahead and put Scott Perry on the, on the flame again, all right? Um, the reason Alec Burks became a team member, and the reason why he had to be signed, <clears throat> is the same old padded reason. Oh, we uh we need help at uh, shooting guard. We don't have a a reliable shooting guard yet. Uh, that, they got Alec Burks. Um, in the rookie year. Actually, yeah, R.J. Barrett hadn't even 
played a minute yet. He had just been drafted. They got him in the offseason. Of... At the, or should I say the end, the end of the season of the 2019-2020 campaign. So the 2020, uh, 2021 campaign was coming on. And uh, that's when R.J. Barrett got drafted. So, all right, so R.J. Barrett, they get R.J. Barrett. What do they do? They get R.J. Barrett. And R.J. Barrett was truly a... a um, better option at shooting guard. He was only a rooting, rookie, rookie in um, 2021, but they um, they looked at you know some of the uh, inconsistencies in R.J. Barrett's overall stats, and they were trying to say, well, you know, uh, we got Alec Burks to prop this up, and we all, in that time, they also had that other knucklehead that they, they got rid of last season, which really hurt Tibbs hard. Uh, this, this guy, um, uh, Reggie, whatever the hell his name was. And Re- 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 Reggie, Re- Reggie could hit three pointers with like, 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 uh, it was going out of style. It was over 40%. And he couldn't, he had a terrible drive to the hoop and, uh, sometimes he'd rebound. But basically, he would get beat on defense and even beat on offense. And let's face it, okay, uh, Tibbs loves these guys, these senior citizens, uh, for whatever reason. Um, he loves these guys. He, he likes to ruin the, the team. And he likes to ruin the chances for success. He's not. He's not bright. Um, he's a who you know. We don't. I'm, I'm totally convinced that he's really not qualified for the job that he has. Okay, and I don't know how he got this far, but. Why ask why? Because obviously it is the worst case scenario. I used to give him credit saying, well, he can't be that stupid. Yes, he can. I'm totally convinced after two years of bad decisions that yes, he can be incredibly stupid. And then the reason he won the coach of the year last year had nothing to do with him. He, he, they could have, the team could have been better. And the, ple- the players, despite him, the young players have improved. Um, I'm really beginning to believe that uh, the Knicks could do 100% better uh, than, than having uh, to- Coach Tibbs as their coach. Um, any coach, and he's not the only one that does it, uh, it goes into the fourth quarter, has prospects that were ready to take over the starting role. Um, besides in, in, in most games in the fourth quarter that are close, including game, games, uh, especially in games that involve teams that are uh, actually playoff teams and actually um, have a chance to win the crown, a pretty good chance to win the crown. And I know I know a lot of people are saying, well, why, why are you saying about the Brooklyn Nets like that? They don't have that good of a record. Uh, they still have got KD and Kyrie Irving. I know that they got rid of James Harden. Uh, just because they get in and they're not, um, they don't be in and they're not in first place. Don't get it twisted. They could easily um, go all the way. Not easily, but they could go all the way, and they are contending for that. They have a team. Um, with that said, so what happens? The Knicks literally put the Nets on the ropes, had them, 
had them uh, in ICU in the first and second quarter. Come on. By halftime, they had them, they had them down right for the count. So what happens? The savior of the opposing team, Coach Tibbs of the Knicks, again, intervenes with this incredibly ignorant and non-existent uh, decision-making that he does that's out of the past when, when sports, when, when transition sports were in their infant stages. It's non-existent. It's a, it's a, it's a non-existent thing. It means that he didn't do his homework. Um, no, Alec Burks is gonna, isn't going to do, be the best choice in the third and fourth quarter, and that has been already deciphered a long time ago. But Coach Tibbs is not intelligent enough and is an average mind and doesn't understand this. He has, to, he has to be removed. He has to be removed by protest or whatever it takes. He said we need to, we have to yell and scream at the Knicks. We have to protest in front of um, Madison Square Garden, whatever we have to do because management has is, is got a blind eye to it, um, as usual, showing that they're probably not supposed to be there. Um, especially in Scott Perry, Perry's uh, position as GM. Uh, hey, hey, Scott, like I said, you picked Alec Burks to pad a possible weakness. Uh, since then, R.J. Barrett went to small forward as a starter and has been, is the best player on the team now. Uh, and you really should be start, shouldn't be starting Evan Fodia. You didn't need him. You should have been continuing to start R.J. Barrett, but you decided to move him at small forward, or, or Coach Tibbs decided this is probably what it is. So, okay, so you drafted Quentin Grimes. Quentin Grimes is ready to go. Even Tibbs says he's ready to go <clears throat> as the shoot, as starting shooting guard. But he doesn't get the minutes. Why? Because Coach Tibbs is in the way. Coach Tibbs gives him all he hustles all the time. He would rather have these guys grinding, grinding, grinding until 35. Get these friggin' old men who are not going to be able, who don't have the stamina to compete off the team. They're not needed. They're not needed to start. They're not needed as role players. If you're not going to use them as role players, please, just get rid of them. Do not start them. And do not say, oh, Oh, I'm not going to go with this guy because he's an old pro. I don't want to hear that ignorant old shit anymore. It's simply not true. It's simply not true. This is basketball. I don't know where, where, how Coach Tibbs came to this conclusion. Okay? It never was true of basketball. But what it always been, what it, I, I know from the late 70s, as a kid watching sports, I heard from uh, plenty of sportscasters that were... I mean, color commentaries that were former basketball coaches, former basketball players. Yeah, you hit 28. You're an old man in the NBA, okay? So unless you're an elite that's going to be playing till close to 40 uh, at, at a um, at uh, like 75%, or 80%, I mean, of who you were at your peak, it's over. We, unless you're a role player, it's over. I don't want to see you. Like, 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 why? Why, why, what is, what is it with, um, uh, 
what is with uh, the the um, dinosaur logic? This, this is nonsense. It should be dealt with swiftly and um, correctly. He's a dinosaur. He doesn't fit. He won't. He's in the way of progress. The word progress is going to piss off a lot of conservatives. And I'm a conservative, but fuck you. Don't you understand progress is right? If you're an average mind and you can't understand it, we don't need, we've, we've, I have tried to explain this before, average minds are not intelligent enough to understand progress. They, I'll say it, okay? I'm not, I'm, I'm going to go ahead and say it um, for, for the political people. Joe Scarborough makes more sense than a lot of you because at least he has some grip of what progress is. Now, he's not always right. Some things that he says are progress are truly not progress. I'm a nationalist. They're actually um, a usurping tool. That's different. But, again, I'm going to come back to the basketball and stay on basketball. But, again, think about the positiveness of getting rid of people that think like this and not having positiveness of playing um, Emmanuel quickly today in a, a you know a competing situation with the Nets is like like with another playoff team, which basically the Knicks are a playoff team that's not going to go to the playoffs this year thanks to their coach. Okay, so with that said, I'm going to finish this off by saying the solution to three quarters of our problems is the firing of Coach Tibbs. Now. There are other problems, but and you have always you have other things to look at. Like they got to get a coach that is not going to do the same shit because he's not the only one that's done it. Okay, um, it's not going to bring along the young talent. We need a coach that understands this. Uh, I think possibly uh, you know I don't have proof, but I mean but, you know but I'm pretty much sure that one of the reasons that they brought Scott Styles in. The old state warriors brought Scott Sells in and fired Mark Jackson, who I, uh, you know, he's my buddy, um, was for this reason. He using non-existent um, fundamentals. Uh, okay, your fundamentals, they don't meet the light of day when under flame, okay? Uh, while you're, you're using these so-called fundamentals, let's go ahead and use a biblical term here um, that... Uh, says that metal refines on the fire you know okay so we put the the, the flame to what you're saying uh tibbs and it melts so it's garbage hello it's not worth our time i don't want to see it anymore i am fit up with it I don't want to see it today. I don't want to see it tomorrow. I don't want. I don't want to see it next season. There are good things that have happened the last two years, but you, sir, to Coach Tibbs, it just a not. You're just the promo of Scott Perry to, for Scott Perry to continue to be the GM that he hires you. Sorry, your name recognition, not skill. Sorry to say, get lost. No more Coach Dibs. No more Coach Dibs now. You're keeping Scott Perry in a job. Who should he shouldn't? I personally don't think he should have. I'm questioning his Burks decision. I'm good. Why he ever got him? 
But, okay, he got him. At the time, it might have been somewhat justified. Teams going to transition. It's no longer justified. You have pieces in place. Okay? You have people to go ahead and take up the roles that are young. Play them. Get a coach that's going to play them. Play them enough minutes, they're going to give you the numbers they're looking for. It, that quickly has proved that already over and over again. You guys are in the way of progress. Get these clowns out of here. I take old clean slate, get this GM out of here. Scott Perry should have got him out of here already. He should have been gone before 2020, but 2020 he was on the ropes. They, they weren't going to sign him. And then uh, a lot of promo. Derek Rose basically saved his job. Uh, Derek, the, you know, Derek, the Derek Rose choice was was a good choice. It's the only it's what it lifted the team up. It caused Julius Randle to pick up his game more and be, and be more positive. As soon as uh, Derek Rose is out of the situation, Julius Randle showed what a leader he is not. He gets emotional and he acts like an asshole every friggin' t- every game. So with that said, and his game has tailed off. Okay, so. But the young players are coming on, all of them. Okay, let's uh, things that I would like to see. Number one, I doubt it's going to happen, but I would like to see the return of Derrick Rose. Two, um, the removal of Coach Tibbs because of unprofessional decision making, and the same for Scott Perry, unprofessional decision making, just. He's, they've been given their, plenty of time to get their act together and they make the same mistakes over and over again and it's costing the team dearly and the organization dearly. It really is. Um, get rid of these guys. Uh, it's like, okay, I mean, for, for any New York Giant football fans, I was a longtime Giant football fan until uh, about 2013. We've been seeing incredibly bad GM. GMs uh, and coaches since like 2010. So we're still seeing it. I'm not I'm not totally sold that this is going to be any better. What's coming up, but hopefully it will. They promo the hell. These management systems are promoting the hell out of these player, these coaches and GMs, and they haven't performed well. I mean, they're, because they're not equipped to do the job. Okay, so with that said, um, I'm going to uh, I'm going to uh, come more come more to the synopsis. Uh, another thing I would like to see in the off season: Julius Randle trading a blockbuster trade that will bring um, they'll bring a young enough point guard that has all the talent, or yeah, I'm not really sure. I tell you what, I'm not really sure bringing in like you know, like a Russell Westbrook. I don't. I'm not. He, he's uh, again. I'm not big on on guys over thirty. Uh, but bringing in Russell Westbrook, whose game is still pretty much at his peak. Um, I'm not keen on bringing him anyway because you're taking minutes from quickly. Quickly could come become a superstar, and he's a kid. It makes no sense. Let's go ahead and draft another point guard. Hopefully, Ty Ty Washington. So we have somebody behind Miles McBride, and of course, quickly ahead of the pack. So now we have a lineage 
of point guards. And you got Derrick Rose coming back. So you have depth. Do you remember something? Now, Derrick Rose being there, what you could do, remember, he's over 30. You got your over 30 guy that's willing to take less minutes. He can come in and be a catalyst. Play 15 minutes some time. Playing 25. Depends on what's going on in the game. And he plays 25. He's gonna. He's gonna. He's gonna be a competitor. He's gonna be an over 30 guy that has the stamina and his competitor. He can handle the, the um, the lag of having less minutes, playing less. But you really gotta play these guys. Play the young guys. Play the young guys. Play the young guys. Start quickly. Start quickly. And, uh, for God's sakes, Quentin Grimes. Start Quentin Grimes. And it's beginning to look like. This, this should be, this could be, should be, there's definitely um, no reason to bring Noel and Noel back if uh, Jericho Sims stays healthy and continues in the direction he is. I say he should be given that shot. I say we get rid of Noel and Noel. He has a lot of nerve doing what he did this year. After the way he played last year and what he showed us last year, he came back with, oh, I'm injured all season. Well, get lost then. All right, just get lost. When he was convinced there was a possibility he could take the place of Mitchell Robinson, he came on strong. Now I guess he's uh, he's a, oh Mitchell's back and he's healthy. Um, my knee hurts all the whole season. Give me a fucking break, bro. He's just he's he's poisoned position for a different contract. Let him go get his contract elsewhere and get out of out of here. He he's trade bait. Same thing with Julius Randle being distracted. I used to be on Julius Randle's side because all the assists would go along with all the rebounds and the points. But in reality, he is too much of an ebb and flow. For the, he's a bad vibe for this team. He's a bad vibe for anybody's team, honestly. I'm tired of him. I'm tired of him blowing up at everything all the time. Like, he's a bad vibe. Anyway, I'm done. Like I say... There's no reason why if you if you go with the things that I just said, which were A, give quickly over 30 minutes on rig. B, make Quentin Grimes the starting shooting guard. C, trade or demote Evan Fodier, Kimball Walker, and Alec Burks. Nolan Noel. All, all these clowns that are just like, you know, the role players that are, you know, bidding to be starters with with um, empathetic coaches. Like, give me a break. Like, these guys are role players. They don't belong being, to being competing for the starting role. They're not, they can't handle the, the um, fourth quarter. It, it, it's been proven over and over again. And it's not complicated. It's not bewildering like all these stupid sport writers who don't know anything about the game or just essentializing or writing to people like they're stupid like it's real simple just go ahead and dump these guys throw them in the fucking river the garbage get rid of them put them out there somebody needs them you know we don't need these guys as role players I mean they haven't done any kind of a job as role players no one as well doesn't want to be a role player he wants to be a starter um and Vaudier has been the starter since he's been here. He probably, if he went to role player, would want out. Um, 
Kimball Walker, same thing. They don't want to be role players. Kimball Walker got set and he, he couldn't wait to start. Like, you have no business even thinking about starting. Can't you be humble? I mean, a better over 30 point guard is already on this team. And that's Derek Rose, and he he uh he's got the stamina to make it um for a while before he breaks down. He can't you don't want to start him all season and you don't want to start him all the time. And you don't want him to have have him in all the fourth quarter situations either. But you want him in more fourth quarter situations than you want Kimball Walker. Let's face it. I put it all out there. I was positive. If you start, if you start Manuel quickly, if you start Quentin Grimes at shooting guard, if you continue to start R.J. Barrett and keep him where you got him at small forward, trade. I hate to say it, I'm biting my lip here because. Um, you know, Obi Toppin's got to improve his rebounding. He's got to improve his service, but he's starting to show it. As more minutes he gets, he seems to bring everything along, including shooting. And even, um, and keep, you keep Mitchell Robinson where he's at. Do, try to sign Mitchell Robinson with everything you got. Okay, because Mitchell Robinson's problem was he was injury prone and he got rid of it. And he's had some problems going out on the arc and he's getting better at that because his health's coming back and he's showing it he's showing it he's showing the best of Mitchell Robinson okay Mitchell Robinson doesn't score like Julius Randle but Mitchell Robinson and he doesn't assist like Julius Randle but that's not what he's he's supposed to he's there for he's there to rebound and block shots sometimes Julius Randle he rebounds but he doesn't block shots and, and, and is inconsistent defensively He's not always in top of his man. Now, Mitchell Robinson needs to improve getting out there on the arc and challenging the shots from the from his uh, center opponents, like uh, like uh, Miles from Indiana. But is it come down to Mitchell's doing fine? I don't think we should need to be dogging Mitchell Robinson. Uh, we need to see him resign. Re we need uh, again draft, draft well. I know the draft isn't that great. Try to get tie dye Washington or better. Not that there is really that much better. They're all pretty much in that same category. Although tie dye Washington is is he's definitely shown that he would fit in this offense. He's got uh, he's a strong three point shooter. And he's got the talent um, run the floor. So, with that said, see the, these positive things, and the Knicks will get somewhere. Otherwise, they're not going nowhere. And it's going to get worse. If you keep Coach Tibbs, you're really all you're going to do is you're going to see him make even worse decisions. He's going to be in the way, and then he's going to upset all the young players, and they're going to want to leave, and then they're going to get traded, and the Knicks are going to want to go. They're going to tank. So we have all this young talent that's going to go out, that's going to leave if you don't get rid of Tibbs. That's what it's coming down to. But basically, that, that tells us that, well, you know, the reason you want to get rid of Tibbs is because 
of Scott Perry. Scott Perry's the one who brought him there. So let's let's make it a clean slate. Let's get it over with. Let's cut the bullshit. With that said, this is Rob from Rob's Cleaning and Maintenance Service. And this is Rob's point of view. Thank you for listening.